Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, as we know, people are drinking less alcohol than before. Recent data from Revenue tells us that alcohol consumption has declined by approximately 30% in the last 20 years. As a result, non-alcoholic beers are on the rise. In the UK, the official beer of January is a beer called Lucky Saint, who've just entered the Irish market. I'm delighted to be joined by Lucky Saint founder Luke Bowes. And also joining us is Quincy Fennelly, the managing director of Wicklow Wolf, who themselves have a growing non-alcoholic stable. So you're both very welcome to the programme. Luke, we might start with you. Um, tell us a little bit about what looks to be quite a receptive marketplace to non-alcoholic beers. Uh, yeah, hi, Bobby. Thanks for having us on. Um, yeah, we're really excited about Ireland. We've just launched in Ireland. And uh, the thing we find most exciting is that you've said that there's been a rapid kind of growth in the category of late, but the category is still very, very small as a percentage of total beer sales. Um, so Approximately what in, would that in, be uh, in, in terms so, of overall beer sales? So just one and a half percent of total beer sales are alcohol free. Okay. But across other across other parts of Europe, uh, it's much much higher. So in Germany, it's seven percent, and in Spain, it's uh, it's seventeen percent. So there's there's uh, examples of of other European countries which are consuming far far more alcohol free beer than than Ireland. And if 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 my research is correct and. 60% of all the beer consumed in Ireland is lager. It, does that augur well for non-alcoholic beers in the sense that if the proportion of lager is greater, that there's probably more opportunity for non-alcohol beers in that category? I hope so. <laughs> we're, uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an alcohol-free lager, we're, you know, we're, we're very excited about, about that. Okay. Quincy, um, if I think back uh, over the years, and I know your vintage isn't that dissimilar to mine, but when we look at the quality of non-alcoholic beers, say, 20 or 30 years ago, let's face it, they were pretty horrific, uh, and there was good reason not to drink them. But there's a strong argument now that the taste profile of some of these beers is quite excellent. Yeah, you know, um, good morning, Bobby. Um that's absolutely true. That um, that that firstly you and I are of a similar vintage, but also um, you know in in years past the big brand name alcohol free beers were, shall we say, a little less than desirable. But um, technology has developed so much over the past five or six or ten years that you know the the quality of alcohol free beer has increased. Um, exponentially at this stage um you know so much so that people now are happy to drink an alcohol free beer throughout the night if they've chosen not to drink you know yeah so um you know it it, it really has played into the the alcohol free um uh, product that it is a lot more acceptable i mean you and i remember a time when there was uh, brands shall remain unnamed but 
I mean, the yeah, I'm only just smiling as I think of them here, Quincy, because I <laughs> I vividly recall uh, just feeling desperately ill after consuming just two or three of them one time, and uh, uh, yeah. But the less said about that, the better. So when we you talk there about the consumer, Quincy, um, does the typical sum- consumer? Uh, as I say, go in and maybe have a non-alcohol beer and stay on that for the evening? Or is there a trend where somebody might have one beer and then move to non-alcoholic beers? What, what do we know around the research? Well, basically, I mean, the, the general consensus is that, you know, and you're right to say, people are drinking less than they used to drink in terms of alcohol. They're drinking better. They're drinking smarter. They're drinking better, uh, higher quality alcohol beers and as a result of that their 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 expectations around non-alcoholic beer has has grown in line with that you know okay um you know as a brewery you know we we encourage people to drink less but drink better and therefore drink a craft beer if you're drinking alcohol or drink a craft uh, non-alcoholic beer if you if you've chosen for tonight not to a lot of people also would mix in you know, if they're out for a night and they, you know, they don't want to go too far, you know, they'll have a couple of pints and maybe have a an alcohol-free or two in between, yeah. and just to slow things down a bit without without being conspicuous about it. Yeah. It works on both fronts. Um, Luke, do we know much about the sort of social acceptability now of uh, low or no alcohol beers? It seems to me that they're widely accepted. Where maybe there might have been a stigma around the category at one time. Yeah, I think we've all we've all experienced this kind of stigma around the category, and I guess it was the the bit going back to uh, one of the reasons I founded Lucky Saint was because um, of this idea that we've all we've all at some point or other we've apologised for not drinking, um, and it seems odd that you should have to you should have to apologise to a friend when when you when you go for a drink with them if you're if you're not having alcohol. Um, but the thing that we've seen such rapid progress on, I think, in the last, even the last two or three years, is it's now uh, very common and very socially acceptable to be drinking an alcohol-free beer. Yeah. Um, and it's the, bit, it's the bit that we're, you know, I, I love this idea that uh, over time, consumers will start choosing the moments that they do drink rather than the moments that they don't. There's also good news, is there not, um, around the calories in, uh, in, I think it's in your own 330ml bottle, that it only contains 53 calories. So that obviously has appealed to people as well, does it? Yeah, it's part of, look, I think pe- people drinking less is part of a big trend of, uh, of health and uh, calories is part of it. Um, alcohol-free beer in general is about one-third the calories of a, of an, of a full-strength beer. Um, so there's a there's a big benefit there, um, and then the other thing that consumers are are focused on is sort of the general physical and mental health benefits of drinking more moderately. Sorry, Bobby. I was also going to say that there, you know the, the whole um, outlook around not drinking has changed, and and uh, you and I have both been into situations where you know we we, we decide we're, we're we're driving, say, for example, no, I'm not drinking because I'm driving. And so, oh, come on, Bobby, leave the car there and we'll have a few beers. That that whole sentiment is also changing. 
Yeah. In that, you know, you know, Bobby says he's not drinking tonight because he's driving, and that's okay, which is great. Yeah. Um, that the whole issue, you know, just should park up the car for the night, and we'll. We'll we, we, yeah, we have more beer. That peer pressure that was there maybe one that, time is no longer there. It's it's certainly very much reduced. That the peer pressure is not there. It's okay not to to um, to drink alcohol. Now, as a brewer, I have to also say it's okay to drink beer too, as long <laughs> as you do it in moderation and safely. But you know, alcohol free is a is a category that really is taken off. Um, our growth is up 250%, uh, as Luke says, albeit off a small base, but it is an area that, that you know, is, is definitely going to become a lot more significant in the future. Uh, Luke, is there any trends around uh, bottled versus draft, bottled or canned uh, versus keg and draft beer in terms of the category? Um, I think, you know, the draft is, is so exciting because we the the pint is such a, um, you know, it's such an iconic uh, serve and, and experience having a pint. And this, I, and so ultimately, I think you know the success of the category will be driven by by draft and the availability of draft. Um, this idea you can all you can go for a drink with all your friends after work, and just because you're not drinking, you can still have the same experience. Uh, you know, all, I always I always think that all 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 beers become equal once once they're on draft. Yeah. Uh, last word to you, Quincy. In terms of you've got a uh, uh, some exciting uh, brands within your own stable. Tell us a little bit about those. Well, we 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 have two alcohol free um, brands at the moment. We have Moonlight Non Alcoholic. It's a it's a hoppy pale ale. Um, that's available on draft. We're in we're in quite a few pubs, um, particularly around Dublin and Wicklow, uh, on draft. And we also have a limited edition. Rate. We have a, a sour in our main range, which is four point two percent alcohol. Um, but we also have a range up zero point five that we just launched recently. So it's an alcohol free um, uh, sour beer. So anything that's zero point five or below. Is regarded as non-alcoholic. Um, okay. So we, you know, we've got high hopes for for that as well. But you know, it's doing really well. It's doing okay. really well, thankfully. Well, listen. Uh, good luck to you both, uh, uh, Quincy Fanley uh, from the Wicklow Wolf, a great brand that we know well. And also, uh, good luck with your new entry to the Irish market, uh, Lucky Saint founder Luke Bowes. Thank you also for joining us. We we'll talk to you both soon. Thanks, Bobby. Down to business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.